Evolve Media Revolution podcast, where we interview underground hip-hop artists and communicate ideas for the purpose of understanding and growth, as people have done for centuries. My name is Jordan Lewis, and today's episode features Forever. I'm constantly reminded throughout life that reality is relative. Every single person experiences reality differently, and what has immense meaning to some might not even be within the awareness of others. Even how we as individuals feel about things can change over time, and our realities are relative to a time in our lives. Thoughts develop, opinions change. There's no point in feeling a type of way because of the person that you used to be or thought patterns that you used to have. That person didn't know what you know or doesn't experience life the way that you do. Think of it like this. One fantastic way to build loyalty is to create unity against a common enemy. It's a tactic used in business, politics, and many other areas of human life. Something about human nature makes it convenient to demonize thought patterns that aren't currently ours for the sake of loyalty to our current thought pattern. It's almost like saying, if I'm wrong, I'm going to be wrong hard, and I'm going to go down before anyone can prove that I'm wrong. Which, in all sense of the matter, if dying for what you believe in is the goal, then mission accomplished. However, most of us live long enough to see the death of an idea before we die holding it. I believe that we are all on a journey towards the truth and that no one has it figured out quite perfectly yet. Many of us never will, and that's neither a good or a bad thing. I guess it really depends on your own personal goals, values, and relative reality. So why not enjoy the journey and respect the different perspectives from within ourselves and others? Here's forever. What is up, everyone? I'm here with Caleb Bro. He goes by forever, based out of Fort Saskatchewan, originally from New New Brunswick, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. What's up, dude? How have you been, my man? I've been a lot of things, man. A I've lot been pretty of things. good. Yeah. <laughs> Dif- different every day, every hour, every month. Absolutely. I mean, we're human beings and we constantly evolve. We're constantly changing, you know, whether that's through personality, whether that's physically, whether that's anything. I think it's a it's one of our great divine purposes absolutely and that makes me think of how lately i've been trying to not necessarily manage my emotions but more so respect them because you're right we are human yeah i absolutely agree with that statement um i think it's very important to uh understand yourself so you know i think i do believe it's socrates who said uh it's one of his philosophies know thyself it's very important know thyself oh man it's it's a really hard thing to do though because there's no real like there's no instruction book there, a manual. I feel like the things that were taught to us in school were so irrelevant to uh, what's actually useful to us. Like I, I never learned anything about like emotional, um, what would be the word here? Like emotional maturity, I guess, or, or how to, how to manage that stuff, like dark days, good days, like all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, like in hindsight, I wish I studied a little more philosophy, but it was not a program that I was ever given in school. So, um, it's, uh, it's not something I know too much about. I do have a book on it, and I know like a, a little bit. I mean, personally, I had a very crazy psychedelic experience uh, a while back with, uh, you know, I did some magic mushrooms. You know how that goes. And, <laughs> yeah. and then at the end of my psychedelic experience, I was left with this lingering statement in my head that, go, that went, everything is everything. And I'm like, that's kind of a, a weird way I'm thinking, I'm like, is that an actual philosophy? I'm like, why was I left with that? And so I did some research and yeah, everything is everything is an actual philosophy. And it's, uh, it, it goes back to even before Christ. So it was from a, I do believe Greek philosopher that went by the name of Anaxagora or Anaxagoras. I'm not really sure how to pronounce it, but yeah, he spoke about how literally everything is within everything in the sense that um, it, like, sorry, in terms of elements. So when you look into science, it's like, yeah, if you think about it, we are all made up of atoms. Everything around us is made up of atoms. So there's always a little bit of everything within everything. You know what I'm saying? So like, Absolutely. I mean, if you went back in time, like, yeah, how would you explain that to someone who, <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Wait, that makes me think of like, uh, I forget where I heard this. It was on another podcast, but someone was mentioning how you don't, 
like you and the tree are one. Like if you see a tree, you and the tree are one because mm-hmm. you, you don't just like see the tree, you know what I mean? Or the tree doesn't just like exist separately from you. You, you see it and it's your eye that gives it form for you to distinguish it in your mind. Yeah. Your perception. I, I, yeah. I just recently learned a little bit more about the nervous system and how your eyes are your brain. Because Interesting. Because your eyes are literally part of the nervous system, right? So, like, you yeah, know, when you yeah. see, like, just an exoskeleton of <laughs> just the nervous system, it's like it, it goes your spinal cord and a bunch of nerves and, and kind of, like, what look like veins connected to it or whatnot. And then it's just, like, the brain and then the eye sticking out of it. And it's like, huh. So, yeah, like, your brain is just experiencing everything in real time. Interesting. I I came across a random YouTube video and I don't know if you've got any thoughts about this, but it's kind of pertaining to what you were just talking about. Um, uh, Essentially and apparently there's this oil that's secreted or some sort of fluid that's secreted in your, in your brain. I think it's right around the pineal gland. I might be wrong about that, but it uh, essentially it is secreted once a month, like around your sun sign when the moon is in your sun sign and it travels down your spine and then back up your spine and then goes back into your brain where it kind of is like juiced up like that, that, that travel down and up your spine gives it like some sort of energy or vibratory frequency, something like that. See, I didn't know that, but I'll tell you what though. I'm not surprised. The pineal gland. It might gland be, might a, not be, though. Oh, okay. Hey, fair enough. Was it? Was it? Was it like a a, a theory on YouTube, or was it more like were they speaking on a more academic basis? They were. It seemed like they were speaking on an academic basis. Like it was a full blown video. I'll maybe I'll send it to you after. But to, honestly, oh, like, I'm convinced. That, yeah. It's it's just the disclaimer that in me that's saying like might be true, might not be. You know. Okay. No. No. Absolutely. And it's a YouTube video, so I mean, you, you can take <laughs> you take what you need from it, right? But. Um, no, absolutely. Uh, again, like I think the pineal gland is actually a very powerful part of your brain, especially since we know that it produces this chemical called DMT, which is uh, what dim- dimethyltryptamine. And yeah. uh, what it does is it gives you these crazy, like psychedelic. So, like it basically, that chemical is produced when you dream. So you know when you have weird dreams and such, like dimethyltryptamine is produced, and it actually like gives you somewhat some some hallucinations of sorts and i know that right when you die like moments after you die your brain even after death is like releasing dimethyltryptamine so i mean you can believe in an afterlife you don't have to you know it's 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 your faith or whatnot but um yeah the one of the last things you go through when you die is a psychedelic experience which is kind of interesting yeah apparently it is also released at birth Mm. Or so I've heard, yeah. But that's that's interesting. Maybe that is related to, or is that oil that I was talking about before? I'm not 100% sure. I mean, the Egyptians, I know, had a, uh, a more firm grasp, grasp on that knowledge than maybe we do. I might be wrong yeah. on that. But, yeah, I know that uh, that's what they call the third eye, which is a pretty crazy concept in itself. Because, like, yeah, I mean, it, it is a part of your brain that allows you to think creatively and what's a crazy thing to think about as well is the fact that there's so much fluoride in our drinking water, even just like in Alberta, but they're in a lot of other places around the world as well. But in Alberta, there's a lot of fluoride. And what they tell you is that it's good for your teeth. And then when you look into it, what it actually does is that it lowers your IQ. It's, it's shown to do that. It's known to do that. And they say keep that like away from children because it affects them almost primarily like a lot more. <laughs> and uh, what's but another thing to think about as well, like even when I was in school, we did fluoride rinses. And then I remember talking to my fiance's mother and she was like, oh, yeah, we don't do fluoride rinses anymore because there's enough in our water. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get that's good for your teeth. But like, it's just like how, you know, not to eat toothpaste. Why would you consume fluoride water? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind yeah. of a it's, it's a it's a weird thought. It almost seems like a. Like it's like going to be a rug pull one day. I don't know, man. I mean, we... no, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought it up though, because I actually, uh, we were talking about this before the flow water. I ordered two cases and they're coming this week. So I, I absolutely appreciate that. You did that. I hope that, uh, you enjoy them because, <laughs> uh, I just I'm get them from Freesons over here. Yeah. They're, it, it's, it's really clean. 
um, like it does have fluoride in it, but it's like such a minimal amount, but it's natural fluoride and natural fluoride does exist. Right. And you can yeah. consume that in, in, in smaller amounts, but when you're drinking like tap water, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a higher contact of fluoride. Absolutely. And so do you exclusively drink this? Uh, it's like alkaline infused water. Is it infused or is it just alkaline based water? I do believe it's just alkaline water. Okay, like, alkaline water. Yeah, do you, do you drink it like religiously? Like do you, you do not consume any other water? I try to. It is a little like it, it's a little expensive. Absolutely. Just, uh, That's what I was <laughs> compared to like <laughs> any other type of water like um but Yeah, no. I I genuinely enjoy flow water. What's weird to me is that I find that um, I, I was told, and I'm not sure if it's 100% true, that it decrystallizes your pineal gland. And this is something I found out after the fact. Um, I had, I was already drinking flow water before I knew that. And I always like told my fiance, I was like, you know, every time I drink flow water, I have weird dreams. <laughs> I have strange dreams and I, I can't explain it. But I mean, yeah. I've had a a supernatural experience recently that converted me from my new age thinking more towards Christianity. And how recently? Well, I'd say, uh, March, like around like that, like February, March earlier this year. It's nice that we're coming into the new year. I can't wait. I've, I've got so many different plans and it's just kind of like a, um, (coughs) a subconscious idea of a reset. Right. But uh, I, I'll explain, I'll go into uh, a little bit more depth of my experience because what happened was I woke up and I had sleep paralysis. And I've had sleep paralysis prior to this crazy supernatural experience that I had, but nothing to this degree where I, I'd always like wake up and I'd just be like, oh my God, you know, I feel like there's something in the room, but I know there's nothing there. It's just my brain holding me down. And I always thought it was just like a neurological thing that, uh, you know, scientists and psychologists always try to, you know, examine and study and and they still have their questions about it. But I'm going to tell you what I saw. I truly believe is real. First, uh, do you, is sleep paralysis, is your understanding of it? Like you're still dreaming, but you're convinced you're awake or you're actually awake and your body is still in that state or your brain is still in that state where it's not allowing your body to move. Oh, I believe you're awake for, and you're just like, it's, it's that half in half out kind of dream state where you're, I do believe that there is a spirit realm of some form. Like there are, there are forces beyond our understanding that we don't generally, generally like, um, you know, perceive on a daily basis. For sure. And like at this moment in time with what happened to me, I was just like, you know, I had, the only thing I could do was blink. That was the only power I had. So like I had opened my eyes and there was this disgusting creature literally in front of my face. It was like a humanoid figure with like the face of a bat and like, you know, like even just its weird nostrils and everything. And it it had like, um, a smile and it had like these, like these bulging eyes. And it, for some reason it was like a, charred orangish color like almost like it was burnt so there's this disfigured face just kind of like i'm face to face with it it's it's like hovering over top of me and i'm looking at this thing because i'm half awake and i can't move and the only thing i can do is blink and i'm looking at this thing and i'm just like like in my head screaming at it like fuck off like fuck off right and i just like again like yelling internally and it's just this thing, the smile just gets bigger and it keeps coming closer to me and closer to me like because it's got wings and shit. And I'm like, I'm not scared. I'm just generally annoyed, like back off. Like, and I'm thinking to myself, how do I escape this? I was throwing anything that I could at it. Nothing was working. At one point I gave up and then I said in my head, our father and I had never flung out of my bed so damn quick. Like all of a sudden, all at once I had full power to the point where like I, I swung myself so like far forward. It was crazy. I had literally virtually no power. And then after those two words, I I just like flew as if I had just everything. Yeah. That's crazy. And, and so like, 
and you didn't snap out of it or anything. It was just like, uh, no, I was still awake. My eyes were open that whole time. The heck that's what I'm telling you. So that's what happened to me. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen to everyone or, you know, not everyone's going to experience it. And anybody can view that and go, Oh, you're just crazy. You know, but anyone could also be that and go, Oh, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But okay. So what do you, what do you think brought that on that occurrence or that experience? Because I, I always work. feel like, at least in my life, that there's something that I'm doing such that it either enables that type of stuff to happen or it's like a lesson being taught or something like that. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, and people are always like skeptical of psychics and those who are very sensitive to the other side or what they claim to be is the other side. Like I was always skeptic of that. I was just like, well, yeah. I mean, at any point they could just be saying that shit, right? Well, there are a lot of people who are blo- who've blown it out of proportion and yeah, oh, do fake it, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Ghost, and I think it was with uh, Patrick Swayze. And you know, like at the very beginning of that movie, it's just Whoopi Goldberg like pretending to be a psychic, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, uh, a- an actual ghost does talk to her. Like that was kind <laughs> of how I interpreted my moment after that. But it was like, I'll tell you this again, as an ex New Ager. Um, I was new age at that time. And then I had kind of awoke to it as like, Oh my God. So new age is kind of like a segue into Christianity in a certain sense. And the more I read the Bible and the more I kind of study Christianity, the more I start to think like, what if, you know, the idea of like new age spirituality is more or less one that's perverted. And in the Bible, it'll say, there'll be like, you know, other religions and other things that people will worship near the end of times, not saying it's the end of times. I'm not going to go on a limb and say it's the end of the world, but it just feels like there's a lot of things that are coming. (laughs) Yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of things like, uh, I mean, have you ever heard of Nostradamus? I believe so. But feel free to remind me though. Okay. He's a man from the 1500s who, uh, wrote his own prophecies and, you know, like in this day and age, analyzing them, there are things that are kind of eerily similar to some of the events that have happened. So like some people claim that Nostradamus predicted 9-11, the death of JFK and the rise of Hitler. And then when you actually read his like, well, I wouldn't say parables, but when you read his, um, his prophecies, they do sound eerily similar to what he's like describing and, and what history was making of it. I'll, I'll have to send you a couple of his passages. They were just, they were very interesting. They hit me. I'm like, okay, I guess, I mean, if you were in the 1500s and you had a dream about airplanes crashing into a building, you would describe it as two giant stones crashing into an area called the new city. <laughs> and obviously like, you know, New York city, that kind of thing. And I mean, people can kind of interpret it in their own way, right? That doesn't mean it's true. And, uh, but the Bible, I do believe to be true in the sense that near the end of times, they said the Euphrates River will dry up. I'm telling you right now, it's nearly bone dry. Near the end of times, they said the moon was going to turn red. I'll tell you right now, NASA released that the moon is rusting into a red color. And that what is a scientific heck? fact. Oh, I can send that article to you because that's actually Please what's do. happening. I and need like a weekly news report from you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of like keep you up to date on like the weird things that, 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 happens that's mimicking the bible and the un just erected a statue that looks like a beast so it actually it's a statue of a lion with wings and uh it's it's like a multi-color you like a chimera exactly (laughs) and in the bible it says once they start preaching to you signs of peace and safety the end times is near and so when the un erected that statue you know what they said? They said the What's statue up? represents peace and security. And that's very eerily similar <laughs> to what's been translated into the Bible. And so, again, there's just like a lot of strange parallels. And uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of CERN, but it's that they're opening up portals. And their statue that's erected in front of their headquarters is actually that of a... Um, I don't know if it's like a Western God. I can't remember, but it's uh, the goddess Shiva and they're, they're trying to open up portals. Yeah. And that, that's an actual thing, but they've been trying to do that since doing, they've been trying to do that since 2013. So what is CERN exactly? Sorry. I'm, I'm off the page here. That's okay. I'm gonna search it up here real quick. I, 
I'm not sure. going to close this tab, obviously. <laughs> is, it, is it an acronym? Uh, it's like a physics lab, I do believe. Like a pretty big one. It's just weird because nobody talks about it. Yes. And they're so, sorry, they're trying to open up portals and they've said, what, what, uh, where do you source your info? Uh, well, there's USA Today and then there's CERN, Smithsonian Magazine. <laughs> well, where did you originally hear for hear it though the first time? To be fair, and uh, no judgment here, but I did kind of <laughs> hear about it on TikTok, and I was oh, like, dude, "What the? F- that's, that's know, it's one of the most popular uh, social media platforms." And I was like, day. "Well, is yeah. this a trap?" I'm like, "There's no way this is real." Is it misinformation? Yeah, of course. And then when you actually look at the CERN logo, it says so. Like when you look at the CERN logo, it's three sixes together. I could even send this to you, actually. I'm looking at it right now. It's freaking me out. Sure. <laughs> okay, so it is. Uh, so what is the nature of our universe? What is it made of? It's a oh, science can... about news. I Googled it. I see it. Yeah, and you see this big, so 10-year journey through dark uh, gluon plasma, and there's like this nuclear reactor. <laughs> but they've been testing... They've been doing physics tests here for a long time. So, yeah, they do tests into antimatter. Uh, the Large Hadron Collider, I do believe, is what they were trying to use. Maybe I'm spreading misinformation. Let's see. Powerful particle accelerator. It, it consists of a 27-kilometer ring of superconducting magnets with a number of accelerating structures to boost the energy of the particles along the way. Interesting. The the hardest part about dismissing something like this is that even when we talk about religion, we are talking about another dimension or something that is beyond. The yeah, it's very hard to nail down like physical facts. But uh, yeah, scientists at CERN are trying to find out what the smallest building blocks of matter are. All matter except dark matter is made of molecules which are themselves made of atoms. Inside atoms, there are electrons spinning around the nucleus. So that's what they're trying to find out. But in the process of doing that, there are scientists who are kind of afraid that they might open something they shouldn't be opening. That's interesting. I wonder what those scientists believe in, or if they're just like creationists, you know? Fair enough. A lot of them do believe in uh, parallel universes and alternate realities. And I know a lot of people just kind of like in general who believe in that too. And it, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it does exist. Taking a quick break, we're going to listen to a track by Forever. This one is titled Matrix. Enjoy. To some degree, it does matter. It does matter. And I'll tell you who it matters to. It matters to your soul and it matters to God. I stand in the mirror with a pure heart. I know I am the best version of me that could possibly ever exist. I know that God is I'm proud of me. I'm like a man true fake. Got your girlfriend cooking me steak. Rap for my brothers and I don't take breaks. My accomplishments ain't fake. Not taking to the ain't true hate. Boy, you mad young boy, I'm great. I'm a king, yeah, I'm a cobra. So I'm trumping all you snakes. No, you can't censor me. God is in my corner, got a voice to speak. Nobody can stop me, got the world to see. Revealing deception, got the truth to see. I could do anything like buying my girl a wedding. We're singing and swinging and singing. I'm breaking the matrix with all of my brothers. They're rooting here for got the Morpheus is on me, telling everybody it's time to wake up. It's a hopeless society with no variety. So they sell, they sold, they sit, and they rust. Cause they ain't one of us. So we gon' leave them in a dust. And knowing God I trust. The Matrix is trying to control your mind. They're very good at it. That's what they do to control all of us. You have to break the trap. If you cannot control your own mind, then you are just a feather in the wind of life. I'm following a man true fame. Got your girlfriend cooking me steak. Rap for my brothers and I don't take breaks. My accomplishments ain't fake. Not taking to the ain't true hate. Boy, you mad young boy, I'm great. I'm a king, yeah, I'm a cobra. So I'm trumping all you snakes. I'm falling like a man Drew Tate Got your girlfriend cooking me steak Rap for my brothers and I don't take breaks My accomplishments ain't fake Not taking to the Andrew hate Boy, you mad young boy, I'm great I'm a king, yeah, I'm a cobra So I'm trumping all you snakes
enough. A lot of them do believe in uh, parallel universes and alternate realities. And I know a lot of people just kind of like in general who believe in that too. And it, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it does exist. Yeah. Well, I think I've heard this quote before. I I remember it from like high school or something that science can't prove anything. It can only disprove things. Mm. So if they haven't disproven it yet, yeah, why not be open to it? Right. Yeah. What I find kind of, uh, strange though, is that the big bang theory, it's still just a theory, right? Like of how everything started. Yeah, absolutely. And I always wonder where we came from. And that's another thing, too. You know, I'm not saying it's the whole Adam and Eve thing, but what I will say is that even with the Bible, there are things that the Vatican has in their libraries that are in lockup that, that will never see the light of day. And that, to me, is just like pieces of missing history that I feel like everyone should know. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> see, that's the thing, though. It could be, like, dangerous information because, like— if certain things turned out to be true, our entire like global financial system could collapse or like our, our hierarchy as far as like governments and stuff go could collapse. You know what I mean? If, if, if we were to except didn't they say that they were UFOs? Didn't they release data on that? Like last year? Yeah. 2020 actually. It's crazy how not big of a deal that was. Yeah. And another thing that I'll tell you too (laughs) is, uh, (laughs) I don't know if you've ever heard of Bob Lazar, but he very much in the 80s decided to come out and uh, whistleblow about a um, facility not far off from Area 51 called S4. That's where he worked. And, I mean, at the time, everyone's like, well, Area 51 is not real. It's just a joke. It does, you know, the government's never claimed that it's true. So why would we believe that what you're saying? But uh, at that time, there was, like, a lot of sightings that people were trying to rationalize and that they couldn't explain. But... Yeah, he went into a lot of like uh, day shows and interviews, and he said, if they kill me, then I was right. So he went into the media, and he saved himself by doing that, you know? So Yeah. That's, so, you know, opening up into the media. And then, I mean, 2013 rolls around. So, again, so he was doing this in the 80s, trying to whistleblow all of that. And then 2013 comes and goes, oh, yeah, by the way, Area 51 is a real place. But for the longest time, they were trying to make people seem crazy and, and, and make them sound like kooks and putting them in mental hospitals, but they were right the whole time. I mean, Alex Jones, you know, and they, we, we talk about like a broken clock is at least right twice a day. <laughs> right? And so, I guess so, yeah, I mean, the whole thing with the frogs, that was absolutely correct. And the, the scientists who were trying to, uh, you know, bring forth that information to the public one of them, I think, committed suicide. I, I'm not sure if that's 100% true, but if it is, that's hella suspicious. And again, like, you know, they've been trying to make him look crazy for a long time. And then now that they, what, they're suing him for $2 trillion? That's absolutely insane. Who, Alex Jones? Oh, yeah, for, uh, for his comments on uh, Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook? When, when was that even? Oh, goodness gracious. Wasn't that, like a Wasn't that <laughs> quite a while ago? I know there's been other similar events to it, but that's honestly the only thing I hear in regards to that person. Yeah. It, because these, that's these court battles or whatever. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. So he spread some misinformation and, Interesting. Like, you know, and they were trying to sue him for a billion, but with how the court. <laughs> <laughs> $1 billion. For saying something wrong. Absolutely. And so, I mean, I don't think that's fair personally. I don't know if that's a miscarriage of justice or whatnot, but I do find it suspicious that it was, that that system was able to get him for that much. And I mean, like, this is more than this man's livelihood and the media has destroyed him so much already through banning him from everything else. That's insane to me, you know? What? So what is the premise that they're, saying that they can take a billion dollars from him or like, is it just like damages? He was saying something about how he believes it didn't actually happen because there was some suspicious things leading up to that event. And I mean, a lot of people say the same thing about nine 11 where it's just like, you know, it's, I've heard (laughs) of that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more behind it than people think. And you know, even with nine 11, why is it that nobody talks about building seven? Yeah, the one, uh, the building that wasn't nearby. Yeah, the other building that 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 went down. Why is it that nobody talked about that? It's interesting. 
yeah, I mean, it's just something to think about. It's like, okay. And then there's uh, another whistleblower that was actually on Piers Morgan. I forget his name. I think it was something like uh, along the lines of Jesse Ventura. He was like one of the first conspiracy theorists to really talk about it. But uh, anyways, Jesse Ventura was also talking about uh, a disease coming around in the future that people were going to have to hide from. And I mean, 2020 rolls. And he was like, I told you guys, you know, like, (laughs) and it just, I don't know. Some people make predictions and you you think they're weird, but then they become actually accurate. And you're like, how did you get your information? And then as soon as they say the government, we're just like, oh, well, there's no way that, you know, a corporation or an industry that we trust so much could ever betray us like that. I'm like, really? Let's look at the files here. Let's look at the MK Ultra files just in Canada (laughs) alone. That was so like all the files in regards to the actual experimentation that went on were burnt. They were destroyed. And the only reason why we know what MKUltra is is because the CIA, someone decided to keep uh, a transaction file, like, file folder. And so when it was discovered by the CIA, they were like, what is this? (laughs) And then you see, like, all the transactions and where all the money went to fund this account came from. And then everyone's like, what's MKUltra? And then through, like, the... um, let's say through the payment files, they were able to discern that it was actually a mind control operation. And there's victims of it in Canada. There's like a a BBC news video broadcast that I was watching of one of the victims of it who was used to be like a normal person. I do believe had like some depressive issues. And then they went through like with the MK ultra, sorry, the MK ultra program. They had like, multiple shock therapies they were assaulted in so many different ways it's just man it's really sad to think that that's what they went through back then to create zombies what the heck to create zombies it's crazy because again i haven't i haven't heard people or to some to some extent control them yeah i I just haven't heard about these events in as much details um outside of when i talked to you so it's very interesting and i do want to i do want to do my own research because i always feel that's the important thing is if you hear anything take a grain of salt do your own research right absolutely and i'll 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 throw it out there right now i'm not always right (laughs) i could very well be false about a lot of these things that i'm just kind of spitballing and throwing out there yeah but and, and, you know, like anybody, I encourage anybody who's listening to do their own research and kind of, you know, discern what's real, what's not. And I mean, yeah, if I end up being crazy, that's, that's cool too, man. I just feel like if it is true knowledge, then the people should know it. And, uh, I just, even with uh, Christianity, I do believe there's something above us. I think that there's, I mean, anybody can view this as like the upside down, but I do believe there's like a spirit realm. I think there's a parallel reality that mirrors ours and somehow like unintentionally kind of um interacts with us in subtle ways whether that be through like electrical circuits and stuff like i don't know i I think that's very well possible yeah and that uh that realm or or area probably has its own set of like laws and different things that affect it as well maybe even from our plane of reality who knows yeah, because again, I'll circle back to like if if this sounds crazy to anybody that's listening, you got to remember that we also prayed to a man in the sky. Yeah, or I guess, I guess God doesn't have a gender, but you know what I mean. Oh, absolutely agree with you. Right. So yeah. that uh, like in throughout history, like the majority, I would I feel safe saying the majority of human beings have believed in a power that is beyond the physical world. Yeah. Absolutely it's just, uh, agree. It, and I think it, it goes full circle again to what we were just talking about about the conspiracies and the, and stuff, and and uh, the ability to hide and conceal information is that maybe maybe the two are related. Who knows? I think censorship is very dangerous, and that's Absolutely. a whole other can of worms you can get into as well. well the truth is, uh, truth is relative, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at least yeah. in my opinion, because um, what you believe. You got to make sense of what you believe and understand why you believe it. That, but that's another thing that I'm yes, trying to yes. come come to grasp with is that a lot of people kind of bandwagon and don't do their own research and just kind of like play a game of telephone with a lot of like, hey, that's what I do, man. Pretty, pretty yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do that. I just I hear things. I'm like, okay, well, I'll do just like, uh, you know, some research on it, and I'm like, okay, well, this is mostly true. 
and then I'll just kind of like, I'll spitball it. I'll yeah. spitball it, and I'm like, True here's enough. what I do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, I'm, I'm not trying to be a danger. It's just kind of like, well, there are things that are hidden from us that I'm like, here, here is the the, the topic. I'll throw out the topic, yeah. and and I'm just. Like I'm, I'm a headlines guy. <laughs> it's, yeah, you're you're opening the table for a discussion rather than just blatantly spreading misinformation. You yeah, know? I'm not trying to blatantly spread mis- misinformation. That is not my. Uh, <laughs> that's not my aim. My goal. Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about what your what your goal actually is. We haven't really talked too much about the music yet. Um, what what can we see from your upcoming projects or what will we be seeing in the near future, I guess, in the new year uh, from forever? A lot. A I lot. Have a, I have, yeah. <laughs> I have All a, the emotions. I have, a, I have a couple things in the vault right now. Um, I have a couple controversial things in the vault right now that I've been debate, debating releasing. Just do it. I've, I've been thinking about it. Yeah, don't, I've got an don't entire, think about it. I've think got an, thought is the enemy of uh, progress. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, that's that is a that's actually a quote from the first Rome from the first Christian actually? Roman Emperor Constantine. Yeah. Oh man. The first Christian Roman Emperor Constantine said that um, that overthinking is the enemy of perfection. I feel that. I feel that on a deep level. Me too. I think just about any, everybody does. I mean, like you can make like a piece of gold and then you're just like, oh my God, like this is good. And then all of a sudden you come back to it. You're like, oh my God, well, like, I'll tweak this. I'll tweak this. Actually, this needs to be removed. And then you get yeah. like a, a great value brand version of what you initially had. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking down evil, even simple things. It's like, um, we almost suffer from chronic i don't want to call it ptsd but as soon as something hurts us we start to become like averse to that like like, let's say for example like you get bit by an insect or something now suddenly you're afraid of insects yeah i I think you gotta you gotta face that fear head on i mean i i mean that that advice could go back on to me as well because i mean (laughs) i i broke my leg severely skiing a long time ago like severely to the point where i almost got amputated and so like yeah yeah yeah, it was I, i I had broken it badly. And you know what? Uh, I kind of went like cross country skiing, uh, like at, at my school once. Yeah. And then that was it. I had never gone skiing again. And you know, I should go downhill skiing and, and just do it safely. But the reason why I broke my leg is because the day that I went was like, it had rained the day before and it was super icy and I had slipped on a patch of ice and then just like, <laughs> you know, somersaulted all the way down and, and one of the skis came off and then the other one didn't the other one planted into the snow into like an actual um sorry to an actual soft spot on the snow and then it got caught and then like i kept somersaulting and it just twisted my leg around i'm not gonna go too deep into it because it, it was pretty gruesome yeah how long <laughs> but, ago is this uh i was 12 okay yeah so this was 2012 i was born 2000 yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, and go ahead. That's the same time as the Sandy hook thing happened. Coincidence. Hold on. I hold think on. Not. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I'm a fact check you on that one. I thought it was 2001. <laughs> no, I, I, I looked it up. And was it actually that recent? 20. Yeah. December, tw- December 14th, 2012. Yeah. Whoa. Right. Yeah. When forever broke his leg. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? <laughs> I type in Sandy Hook, and the first thing that comes up is Alex Jones files for bankruptcy after Sandy Hook verdict. Yeah, of course. I mean, you would have to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And and just to get back onto, yeah, that's. I feel like that's um, that's advice I should be kind of telling myself, especially with skiing, because before that, I was actually a pretty good skier. Like for 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 a twelve year old, yeah, I was I was doing a lot of like the medium and and hard, uh, yeah sorry, trails and stuff and tracks. For sure. Well, with some confidence and some fearlessness, you can accomplish a lot, right? Absolutely. I, I'm, not, I'm not even sure how we went from music to me breaking my leg, but, I mean, that's also part of me. <laughs> you know, that was like a trauma I faced when I was 12. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, back to the music. Um, yeah, I've got a song about a very controversial figure. Um, I feel like less controversial now than he was maybe – uh, a couple months ago, even Andrew yeah. Tate, Andrew Tate. Yeah. Of course. I've got a track called Andrew Tate and it's, it's a catchy one. 
and I, it's going to be definitely my next release. And then I'm, I'm working curious. on. Yeah, go ahead. I've, no, I'm curious to listen because even me personally, like I, I have like a hate love relationship with him and I don't even know why I have a relationship with him. <laughs> you but got like a, a toxic parasocial relationship with yeah, that, yeah. a figure. Any, yeah, yeah. Anytime something about him crosses my awareness, it it just like I'm forced to feel some type of way. Either like I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's a, a smart, wise thing he just said, or like, wait, what? Why would you say that? Why would you even? <laughs> why would you even well, say that? So, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's not like what he says is how he says it, and that's what gets to me. It's just like I mean, you could have given so much context to what you just kind of blatantly threw out there. And sometimes I'm just kind of, and I feel the same way with yay. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like he said this, uh, he just dropped this absolute bombshell of, of a statement. Yeah. yeah. And then there's just like a lack of, ah, oh, well, I mean, it's also just the, um, the generation of clipping things out of context is also very dangerous. And it's sad to me because I mean, even with what he said, on the Alex Jones podcast, I'm sure you heard about that, right? If you're I in the dust, I'm not going to repeat. So. Yeah, no, it's, that's say, the video where he's wearing the the full mask, mask right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's it. and he says, "I love." And I'm not going to say yeah. name, but because <laughs> then I'm going to cut that. Yeah, and I'm yeah, going to yeah, use yeah. it out of context. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, I mean that's that's that'd be a big weapon right there. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the, the way AI is going, if I really wanted to, and or if anyone wanted to, they could probably pull it off. Yeah, and I mean, it's just it's getting so much harder to defend him every day. But I know what he was trying to say in the sense that now, hold on here, <laughs> hold on. He was saying like, and I mean, you can ask any history teacher, any history teacher that I, oh, every shit. history teacher I've ever talked to has told me that one could admire his genius of how he rose to power, but not what he did while he was in power. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Cause I, I mean, Trump, that, even yeah. the way he, yeah, the way Trump rose to power, just the way, I mean, just the way he manipulated people. And, uh, it's funny yeah. cause like, right. He knew a scandal was going to come out about him. And what Trump did was, Oh, by the way, that's whatever you're about to hear. It's fake news, everyone. It's fake news. And then you had the entire internet going on about fake news, have being at war with each other. And it's just like, dude. <laughs> yeah. It almost seems to me like it, it, this is again, again, circling back to something we were talking about before, like uh, just entities existing in another realm um, with their mm. own law and like, uh, I don't know, physics and stuff like that. But like, it's as if people like, Hitler and Trump have like they they broke a natural law even honestly even Andrew Tate just being so controversial and utilizing socially, socially yeah just u- utilizing a power that would it does something to you it absolutely does because when you cannot get you cannot move forward with a lot of people hating you or despising you or feeling negative about you without that affecting you but to some you've degree. gained the attention from it. That's the that's the only win from that. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. No, 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 not at all, not at all. It, I guess it really depends on the value of that attention for the individual. And like, if money, fame, status, uh, being the president, being I don't know the Fuhrer, whatever. If that's like your goal, but then to be like <laughs> hated for generations or despised yeah. or like I don't even know like. That's, you gotta that's got to send you some, like, bad energy. Oh, absolutely agree with you. And, then, you know, like, sometimes you, you wish you could just, like, talk to that individual who's already gone and, you know, things have already been done. You just ask him, like, was it worth it for you to do that? You know? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Like, like, was it all worth it? And, you know, if they believe in their cause that much, they'll probably tell you it was. But, I mean, it just depends on the person, right? Yeah, just uh, imagine hearing my greatest regret in life was literally everything I did. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, that is yeah. a uh, that would be yeah. a tough one to swallow. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, they say your life flashes before your eyes before you die, so that would be a quick way to get the the skinny of how big of a piece of shit you are. Yeah, yeah, yes, agreed. <laughs> and, and the sad part about like what Ye said too 
is that he was trying to say it all in the context of as a Christian, you should love everyone no matter what they did. Uh, I, I mean, if you if you go back, this is one of our tenets. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you go back to the to the Bible, right? Um, even Jesus, like he hung around with those that were socially unaccepted, yeah. right? And and he he gave them a voice for them to stand up for themselves as well. And you know, I think that's a very powerful thing. And so. So, like, even when you think of the worst human being you could possibly think of in your life, even they, you know, uh, deserved, in a sense, a chance to redeem themselves for what they did, you know? But Yeah, I agree. To, to an extent, right? Like, I'm saying, like, obviously, I feel like for the individual that he was talking about in particular, there should have been some very big repercussions. But, you know, but in that, there's, there's – you learn – yeah, I'd say give humanity another few centuries before you try and bring up that conversation in that yeah. way. Yeah, no, too, too I soon, mean, that, yay. yeah, absolutely. That's a fair point. Yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> saying, I'm not, and just reiterating, I'm not saying that's what I think. I'm I saying agree. That's, no, I hear yeah, you, yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I'm, I am saying that's definitely probably what he was going for, and you're right. Like, and then I hear you. And then the cherry on top of what he did and just what he posted on Twitter, it's like obviously the human race is not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> did he post that? The, he, he didn't post his Alex Jones interview or, or a clip. He posted a photo of the Star of David with interesting a symbol intermingled in between it. And that's what got him removed off of Twitter. And I'm not going to say what that symbol was. <laughs> I just, oh, uh, man. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, and I mean, again, I'm glad we're having this conversation and we're doing it safely. Right. Like this is, not some, this is not something I would ever want to get canceled for or clipped out of context <laughs> for. Like, oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness gracious. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. No, but I'm glad we can, uh, you know, sit down and have a conversation as individuals who may or may not, like, agree or disagree. Yeah, right? we're just and sharing just, knowledge, you know. I think that's a beautiful thing. So, I mean, I love what you're doing with the Reevolved Media Revolution podcast. Thanks, I just man. read the title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I he think it's beautiful. Title. You know, people are speaking their truths. And I feel like sometimes, um, I mean, I, I do believe that what everyone's saying is just about purely authentic. But even with what I was doing just now, trying to not Alex Jones or yay myself, right? I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have to do that if my intentions are pure, you know? I agree with you 100%, and I've, I've said that many times throughout my life, is that someone shouldn't be persecuted unless their intentions were yeah. malicious. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely and utterly believe that as well. I right? mean, yeah, and, and like I said, Andrew Tate, obviously a hot topic right now <laughs> as well. Um, and like I said, I wrote a song about him. I'll send it to you after the podcast, and I'm, yeah. I'm sure you'll we'll genuinely enjoy it. Which tracks we want in this podcast yeah, yeah. as well. So, but it's, yo, it's we a... are running into we're running into oh. overtime here. Yeah, we're, okay, we're at 44 goodness. minutes, so we should do a sign out. All right. Um, yeah. Do the, the sign out would be? I guess my last words is: do your own research. Don't believe there everything I say. Um, <laughs> don't believe everything you hear <laughs> don't believe everything you hear absolutely but um yeah no i i hope this uh this podcast helped enlighten anybody you know who is listening yeah or at least be aware of stuff that's outside of uh their general awareness right like a lot of people especially as of late and especially during winter we kind of wrap ourselves in a little safety cocoon yes um, right and so I don't know. I, the internet's obviously exposes us to a lot of uh, volatile subjects, but it's, yeah. it's it's interesting to hear it from a non-judgmental perspective. Absolutely. Right? I mean, yeah. I just like I said, like uh, I feel like the topics should be talked about, and you know, the, it should be thrown out there as as a subject so that somebody can like later on analyze it. Absolutely, I agree. All right. Anyways, Caleb, bro, forever, my man. Thank you. It's always a pleasure having you on board. I look forward to the next time that we chat. Yeah, and I appreciate sure. you being here. No, I appreciate it too, Jordan. Thank you very much. I'll uh, send you the Andrew Tate track. Yeah, absolutely, man. Okay. Thank you so much. You take care. Eh? Yeah, you too.
Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Reevolve Media Revolution podcast featuring Forever. We are going to listen to another track by Forever. This one is titled No More Deals. Enjoy and take care. Faith, there's too much on my plate. God guide the people, help them repent the 